What's up? Ryan Kohler here, Hire Hacker Podcast. Today we're going to talk and start introducing some tools, some 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 tools you can use in your battle to hire awesome people and and to kind of some tools that you can use to look at the world through. There, you know, when you when you take and you start bucking the status quo, it gets really really scary, right? If you take the generally accepted way of going about hiring um, that HR people use, the big companies use that kind of stuff, and you suddenly turn it on its head and say, "Hey, we're going to we're going to approach this in a completely different way," um, it, it gets really scary for a lot of people. And so today, I'm going to talk through basically cha- a change in paradigm. Right? We're going to talk about how you change your paradigm and how you look at the world, and we're going to kind of lay out some different things. Um, that we use to help us as as tools, as as you know, this is a war for talent. Therefore, these are our weapons. Um, but mostly, it's to help us be able to look at hiring and make decisions about how it should work. You see, one of the most unsettling things for a lot of people is that when I say I'm going to do things completely different, it means that there's no longer an approach to do anything. It means that the canvas is blank. And I've got to have a way to get started. I've got to have a way to a process to follow. I've got to have methodologies to go through. I need to have, you know, questions to ask myself as I start doing things. And, you know, the real key here is that everybody, the normal way to go about hiring is to copy what everybody else is doing because that's easy. The, the big problem with it, of course, is that Nobody knows whether it's working or not. And so you might actually be copying failure. And in fact, you know, up until recently, and this will return, you know, after, after the current economic crisis, you know, shifts back, we will go back to being at the point where we have a shortage of talent in the United States for most jobs, where most employers are complaining that there's not enough people for them to hire. And so if that's true, if, if you talk to an employer and they say, we have a hard time finding qualified talent for our jobs then it means that their process is failing. Therefore, don't copy it. The problem is it's easy to copy what everybody else is doing. It's easy to copy what your bigger competitors are doing. If if I compete for talent with Coke, it's really easy for me to go to my boss and say, well, we're doing everything that Coke is doing. We copied their ads. We copied their approach. We, we post in the same place they post. Our jobs have the same title, same description. Uh, we pay the same amount. I don't know why we're not getting very many qualified candidates for the job, right? It's easy and safe to copy everybody else. But if I say your job is to do the do the opposite of Coke, to be different and unique, all of a sudden there's nothing to copy. And so instead of copying, which is kind of the way that most business owners approach hiring, the way that most HR people approach hiring, is they copy best practice. And best practice doesn't mean it's what actually works. Best practice simply means it's what everybody's accepted. Most people have accepted as the way to do something. Well, the way to do something might be wrong, but if everybody's doing it, it makes it a quote unquote best practice. And so when we're instead saying, no, no, we don't need best practice. We need new practice. Well, that becomes pretty unsettling for a lot of people. And and if you've been in HR for a long time, that definitely is unsettling to you. If you've never been in HR and you're brand new to hiring um, and to managing hiring, then you're like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know what I don't know. How am I going to do this? And so there's a handful of different things that we'll be going through on the podcast. And so I want to give you 
so a handful of kind of code words so you know when I bring it up exactly what I'm talking about, right? The very first code word is our overall paradigm, right? And a paradigm is kind of like how you see the world or the playing field, right? The current paradigm that most employers have, and it came from the Industrial Revolution kind of times, is that they are the customer, that the job seeker is the seller, and that it's the job of the job seeker to sell themselves, to sell their resume to the employer. Because the employer has money, right? Because they're the ones paying this person a salary, they are the customer. And we know in America, the customer's always right. The customer gets to set the rules. The customer gets to make the list of demands. And so that is the situation or that is the paradigm that most employers operate under. And they may not have actually sat down and said, this is our paradigm. And you probably will never hear, um, although you might once in a while hear the employer say, we are the customer, but you'll definitely in college and high school hear employment counselors telling people that they need to sell themselves to the employer. Now, if I was helping a job seeker get a job, I would tell them that too. But if I'm helping an employer, I need to change their paradigm. And this is what the basis of almost all of hire hacking comes from is this paradigm that if you want to be a growth hacker, if you want to be the little guy who comes from behind and wins, if you want to create a situation that you can win in, you need to take the given status quo, the given paradigm, and flip it upside down and look at it from a very different perspective. And what this really means when we talk about paradigm is that you need to recognize that the employer is not the buyer of talent. They are the seller of jobs. This, this right here is the number one paradigm that everything we're going to talk about, everything you will ever learn from me comes from, is that the employer is the seller of jobs to the job seeker who is the buyer. Now that might seem like a small thing to you, but let's just think about what that does. Just think about going on amazon.com. Clearly Amazon is the seller. Clearly you are the buyer and Amazon does everything in their power to make the product compelling, to make the product something you want, to shine the best light on it, to tell you all of the things that are the reasons why you should want to buy it, right? That's what Amazon does. Now, turn that around and go look on Indeed and go look at the average job ad. You can read that job ad and you can tell me in about five minutes who believes they're the buyer and the seller. The person writing the ad is the employer. If the employer believed they were selling this job, then that ad would be super exciting. It would be all about the buyer and what's in it for them. It would tell them why they should want this job, why it's awesome, how it's going to change their life. Just think about, you know, a late night a QVC commercial, right? Think about any of those, like those types of commercials. Commercials on TV are there to tell you how this product will change your life, right? That is the go-to. This product will change your life for the better. Now go read a job ad on Indeed and tell me if that is the feeling you get from it. Most likely you get a different feeling. You get a feeling that the employer is making a list of demands, right? The employer's making this list of demands. If that's what the employer's doing, then they are the worst salesperson on the face of the planet. If they believe that their job is to sell the job to job seekers, then they are the worst salespeople, the worst marketers ever on the face of the planet. Or we know that the real answer 
is that they simply don't view the world through this paradigm that they are selling jobs. They believe they're buying resumes, that they're putting out their list of their requisition. They actually call it a requisition. Think about that word requisition. Employers approve a requisition. The requisition is called a job requisition, but normal requisition is, is a, a document that companies create where they buy something. So even the terminology they use says we are the buyer. And here is our list of specifications of what we want to buy. And that list of specifications is a bachelor's degree in accounting, five years experience, blah, 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 able to use Excel, an expert at QuickBooks, right? That right there, the entire approach from when we need to hire to when we go through the process is all about the employer believing that they are the buyer of talent. So the very first tool here is that we have to change our paradigm. We are not the buyer. We are selling jobs to job seekers, period. Now, what does that change? It changes everything. So where do our tools therefore come from? All of these tools that I'm going to go for, or I'm going to go over, come from the world of marketing. That this, because again, we're marketing and selling this job. Therefore, instead of looking at say accounting for our best practices, instead of looking at human resources, the part about payroll and benefits and compliance and, and discrimination and, and unemployment and all that kind of crap, not from there because that is not a selling type position. We want to borrow press practices from marketing. So we have a handful of different types of tools that we're going to go through. The first one is what I call my lenses. And my lenses, just think about it. There's a saying of like, you must be wearing rose colored glasses, right? And that saying came from the idea that if you put on glasses that are rose tinted, then everything looks rosy right? And, and that really is a concept of lenses is that as we're looking at the hiring process, as we're looking at our competitors, as we're looking at the way we write ads, as we look at what's working, what's not working, we have to put on these lenses and, and it's kind of like looking at that and questioning what's going on based on a concept, right? And so that's what a lens is, right? That's our tool. Tool number two, would be what we call funnels, right? And funnels are basically a metrics approach to hiring. They're, they're the data. They're, they're taking the, the count of what's going on in the hiring process, how many people are, are on Indeed versus how many people see our job ad versus how many people start applying versus how many people finish, how many are qualified, right? These funnels, um, they track the quantity. So the number of job seekers going from each step in the process, they track the time, meaning number of days, how long does it take somebody to get through the process? They track what's called conversion rate or the percentage. That's how many people move from one step to the next. And these funnels are designed to help us look at hiring from a metrics or analytical standpoint. They're not the end all be all, it's not about numbers, but we need numbers to be able to recognize where there's potential, where there's ways for us to, to make improvement. The next type of tool is called a framework, right? A framework is basically like a, a quadrant or some type of step-by-step -step process to go about understanding and making decisions or analyzing something, something like this, where funnels are much more metrics and analytics driven. Frameworks are more 
driving intuition. You don't just want a, a blank canvas. It's almost like paint by numbers, right? You could look at this framework and, and be very similar to a template. And we have a lot of templates as tools, right? So templates are, are just a, a very robust or very detailed framework. A template would be almost like, I mean, at, the, at its extreme, um, it would be like a mad or yeah, mad lib type thing where you just put in five or six words and it completes a story, right? And so these tools, as we start going through these pieces, lenses, how we look at different um, things and, and how we analyze things, funnels, funnels are the metrics or analytics side, frameworks, even like a problem solving framework. I have very specific flows I go through. When I run into a problem, I have a framework. Here's my three-step framework. I ask this question, I do this, I do this. I ask this question, do this, right? And then finally, templates, right? Actual templated ways to say write an ad or to create a career site or whatever. The final one that I need to bring up is a checklist. And that's where we get really down to the very nitty gritty where we're saying, okay, here's the checklist of say what information I need to gather in order to do a project. Here is the after checklist, the quality control checklist. When you get done, say writing an ad, go through these questions and check them off. These are the tools. They're the weapons of war as we go about doing, because again, I know what I'm asking and why I'm teaching. I'm telling people they need to do something completely different than everybody else. And so they need something to follow. Where did all of this stuff come from? Where did the lenses and the funnels and the frameworks and the templates and the checklists come from? They came from the world of marketing. And because I believe that the employer's job here in my paradigm in the hacker paradigm, in the change and disrupt the status quo paradigm is that the employer is selling jobs to job seekers. These tools come from the world of marketing and sales and they help you to drive what you're doing. They help make it so that I know that when you follow it, it will be successful. They make it so you don't have to start from scratch and start from nothing and figure it all out on your own. They are a proven way to improve hiring for every single organization that I have ever worked with. So stick around as we go through these different things, but I just wanted to lay out so that you knew and you were ready to hear different keywords as I talk about lenses, funnels, frameworks, templates, and checklists. These are the tools that the hire hacker uses that they have in their tool belt that they can pull out when they want to fix a problem, when they want to accomplish something, when they want to write a job ad, when they want to explain why they approach the world in a different way, when they need to interview an employer or a manager to gather information. These are the tools that we use to, to win this battle for talent. Stick around, look forward to uh, talking to you next time. Until then, good luck hiring.